Viewmasters. It's the podcast that we do. Viewmasters. Talk about movies that we view. Viewmasters. My friend Eric and me, Joe. Viewmasters. Hey, let's start the show. Hello, welcome to the Viewmasters, episode 207, The Report. My name is Eric. My name is Joe. Hi, Joe. Hi, Eric. How are you? I'm peachy. Good. How are you? Uh, also peachy? All right. <laughs> little little fuzzy, kind of tart. Yeah. Make a, <laughs> make a great cobbler. Right. Oh, yeah. I love a peach cobbler. Oh, man. Aren't they the best? I like a peach cobbler. I like an apple cobbler. I like pretty much any cobbler. I've not had a cobbler I haven't enjoyed. I mean, those are the two main cobblers. That's true. I, uh, I feel like I've had like a blueberry cobbler maybe in the past. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like a blueberry. Yeah, no, I'm I'm on board with all three of those. Yeah, I might I might uh, I've been doing a little bit of baking. Oh, uh, during the quarantine, <laughs> uh, mostly it was it was one day a couple weeks ago. I decided that I was going to make chocolate chip cookies, uh, and then I also made uh, breadsticks. So I basically made a pizza crust and then just wrapped like chicken and cheese in it. That sounds great. Uh, it was it was very good. Uh, the a restaurant in uh, the town where I went to college uh, served those, and it's my favorite thing in the world, uh, my favorite food in the world. And I've been trying to recreate it uh, ever <laughs> since, and I've never never quite gotten there. Uh, this was as close as I've gotten, I think, and it was it was pretty tasty. So I'm gonna keep trying. I wish you luck. Thank you. It's uh, it's. Uh, 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 Yep, that's all I got. Use your words. No. <laughs> no yep, that's it. That's that's okay. all I have. That's all I have in me. All right. Well, good episode. Yep. Thanks for joining us again. <laughs> Glad to be back. <laughs> oh, wait. We forgot to talk about the movie. Oh. Oh, yeah. The report. Uh, well, if uh, in all fairness, I'm not sure I know how to talk about this movie. All right. <laughs> I was I was thinking about that while we were watching it. Uh, cause yeah, I, I feel like, uh, at least of, of movies that we've done so far, I don't know about, uh, of movies that you've done overall, uh, as part of the gutter trash, uh, empire, mm -hmm. this is sort of a different kind of movie to talk about just cause it's, it's a pretty straight, straight drama. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, I thought about it as well and, and. The only movie that came straight to mind, you know, that I would have a point of reference to compare it to would be The Big Short. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, but even that was, you know, comedic, and it had, like, you know, some weirdness to it, and right. how it told its story. Uh, whereas this is pretty much just straight through... Uh, just, just, uh, these are the events that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so for, for the, the listener that is not familiar with the movie, uh, the report is about the, uh, Senate report on, uh, the CIA's torture program or what they called enhanced, enhanced interrogation, uh, program. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, and sort of the the process of putting it together and what was included in it and then just trying to get it released into the world, which was, it turned out more difficult than you would think, but I guess not because, you know, they wouldn't want their dirty laundry aired, I would yeah. assume. I mean, uh, politics are kind of a shit show. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh, that's, that's putting it mildly. Yeah, uh, I mean, all you have to do is uh, just log on to the internet to get even a taste of that. <laughs> yeah, Twitter is uh, is a lot of fun. Yeah. And, uh, and yet I spend so much time on it. What is wrong with me? Uh, are possibly we're masochists? Possibly. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure, because, yeah, it's, it's not great. <laughs> Uh, one should not be, uh, you know, suffering anxiety attacks by, uh, you know, reading, uh, you know, a website that what's once mostly about, this is what I had for lunch. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's weird. It all changed a few years ago. I don't know what happened. Uh, but it seems like so, like something must have happened, say like 20, I don't know, 2016? Hmm. That that things on Twitter took a real turn. It's real strange. Uh, 2016 was that uh, was that when Batman vs Superman came out? Uh, you know, I think that is when Batman vs <laughs> Superman came out. You might be onto something here. Yeah, you know, I'm just thinking. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's a very divisive movie. The the whole Snyder vs the DCEU uh, is very divisive. <laughs> That was a year after Bambi broke up with me, so it's not uh, it's not that that's not no, what changed. No. That, I mean that's also uh, like you know no offense I know that was very important to you. Uh-huh. Uh I don't know that that would have impacted all of Twitter. Are you sure? <laughs> I, I mean, mean your your followers for sure. It it, it felt huge, <laughs> and I, and I know you have a, a large following on Twitter. Oh yeah, the, uh, in the hundreds. Uh, you know, you know. So, I actually don't know how many people follow you on Twitter. I'm just being an asshole. <laughs> I, I do have like 200 some followers. Not bad. Uh, you know, only three people interact with me though. So. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I'm sorry that I'm one of them. I I, I guess uh, you know 243 people have me on mute. <laughs> yeah, or or they're all bots. It's it's quite possible. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, this was uh, a difficult watch. It was, yeah. You know, I just, I've done nothing but pick uh, just uplifting, <laughs> super happy movies the past few times that I've had picks. So, I apologize for that. It's it's fine. I you know for a movie about the Senate torture report, I for some reason did not realize that there would be so much torture in this movie. <laughs> like people were tortured, or you know simulated torture during the movie, and that was real uncomfortable. Um, Which know I know what? is the point. Uh, I honestly. Did not expect any of that either. Yeah, I don't, I, like, I don't know what I, 
Yeah, let me let me back up. Like there are flashbacks to the things that are being reported, uh, or that that the person who's putting the report together, Adam Driver's character, uh, is you know what he's learning. There there are flashbacks to those events actually happening, and I just did not expect any of that. I just thought it would be. I don't know what I thought it would be like. Just like intense sequences of him reading, I guess. I mean, <laughs> I guess I was expecting more of like, uh, I guess, sort of a courtroom drama. Just you know, all just in the Senate, you know, instead. Yeah. Just a lot of people arguing with each other, uh, but not you know scenes of people actually getting waterboarded or you know slammed against a wall repeatedly. Yeah, it's uh, kind of a kind of a how-to guide on how to torture somebody if you you know for whatever reason really want to do that. Sure, which I don't recommend it. It seems really terrible, and like you'd be a bad person if you wanted to do that. But possibly, yeah. I guess you could get some tips from this movie. Yeah, I mean, I guess better this movie than say the movie Hostel. Fair, yeah. yeah. I've never seen Hostel, but I I know. Uh, what it's about basically and yeah it sounds harrowing and not fun yeah it's also an awful fucking movie okay (laughs) (laughs) it's it's in sort of the the vein of like a saw right yes yes it is yeah Yeah. which is another movie i've never seen but Uh, also a terrible movie i know enough about it to know that it's not for me though i am kind of interested in in that spiral movie that's coming Eventually, Chris Rock, uh, song spinoff, I guess. Yeah, because that that looks just like like a like a cop movie and not like a horror torture movie. So that sort of has my interest peaked, and to see how it how it ties into whatever is going on in the Saw movies. If uh, if I remember correctly, there's a heavy cop and uh, investigative, you know, procedural aspect to the Saw anyway really yeah cops play major roles in the movies okay that uh, i did uh, not know yeah but uh i've only seen the first one and it's not great okay yeah. <laughs> is that the one that carrie always is in yes okay uh, and, uh, not donald Glover. uh uh, uh god damn it Lethal Weapon guy. Oh, Danny Glover. Danny Glover. That's it. Wow. He he's in the first Saw movie. Yes, he is. I would not have expected that. Yep. Uh, anyway. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Completely unrelated to the movie that we're that we're talking about. Well, we got there via torture. True. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. yeah. So this this movie uh, combines things that I really enjoy. Okay. Um, like investigation. Uh, you know, I, I, I love a procedural. Uh, and there is a lot of that in in the story of, of what Adam Driver's character, whose name escapes me right now. Dan um, Jones. Dan Jones, that's right. Thank you. Cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there, there's a lot of that in what he's doing and just sort of putting putting things together um and then there's politics which i enjoy uh on film like a like a west wing-esque type of thing okay 
Um, and then there's people making impassioned speeches, which is also a thing that I enjoy a lot. Um, often in the, in the, uh, in the, uh, context of politics, a la West Wing type thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, so there's a lot in this movie that I enjoy, but it just didn't, it didn't really come together for me. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Like it was just sort of, it was sort of dull. It it was very dry. It was very dry. Maybe that's a better word for it than dull. Uh, I feel like uh, something, uh, especially this particular story. There are so many threads, uh, and it was. For me, anyway, and I'm a dumb guy, admittedly. Uh, it was hard to follow at times. Yeah. You know, who this character is, what their relationship to that other character is, you know, and everybody sort of hops in and out intermittently. You know, the main being, you know, Adam Driver's character. Uh, but, like, we get all these, like, side CIA characters mm-hmm. who, you know, Half of them don't have names, or if they do, I certainly didn't catch them or remember them. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, like, Maura Tierney's character. Uh, like, who was she? What was her deal? Yeah, I don't know if, if she had torture. a name either. <laughs> yeah, she was, she was really into it. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't know if her character had a name either, or if it right. did, I, I did not catch it other than. She's just CIA person. Right. And, you know, she pretty much only shows up in, like, the flashbacks. Whereas, like, you know, Dexter's character, uh, uh, Michael C. Hall. Yeah. uh, Like, he's another one I don't think had a name who shows up only in the flashbacks. But then eventually he starts showing up, like, in the current storyline. It's, it was just... Again, dumb guy, but hard for me to follow. <laughs> I mean, I could I could follow who all of the actors were, sure. Uh, sort of what their roles, you know, not not specifics, names, or, or anything. And we don't get a ton of information about, especially a lot of the CIA people. Right. Um, you know, we we sort of see snippets of them and um, maybe some of their reactions to things that are going on, but you know, beyond that. We don't see their home lives. We don't see what their what their inner lives are like, other than maybe Tim Blake Nelson, who I wish there had been more of in the movie because I always love seeing Tim Blake Nelson. I will agree with you on that. So, so I was I was glad that he had an important role to play, even if it was not a very meaty one. No, yeah, it was. Uh, I would say, other than Adam Driver and Annette Bening, every character is just sort of there. Yeah. Like, like uh, they, they don't have much to them. They don't appear often. Uh, I mean, obviously Adam Driver is in most every you know, scene, uh, with the exception of the flashbacks. Right. Uh, but there are just, yeah, there's a ton of actors who you're just like, oh, hey, it's that guy. And then, like, that's the only time you ever see them. There are, there are a lot of people that I recognized in this movie. Right. Um, yeah. which, which made it kind of fun. Sure, a little bit. 
Um, I don't particularly care for this guy, but, you know, when uh, Ben McKenzie showed up, I was just like, oh, hey, that guy. I actually did not recognize him when he was on screen. I saw his name in the credits and was like, hey, he was Angel. (laughs) But I didn't recognize him. He was, uh, yeah, he was one of the the CIA operatives uh, who, like, you know, early on when they're, they're, just starting to torture people. Uh, he was just like, you know, hey, this guy's not giving us anything. Let's try your way. Okay. Uh, and I feel like most of his scene was just, uh, you know, like the back of his head because he's talking to like the two uh, quote unquote doctors. Yeah. Uh, and then there's like just a quick, like, where he just turns just enough to the camera that I was able to, like, like, who is that? <laughs> I was like, oh, it's Jim Gordon. <laughs> oh, wait, Ben McKenzie? Oh, wow. Okay. No, I thought, who was who was the guy that played Angel in uh, X-Men 3? Oh, Ben Foster. Ben Foster. Okay. I see. I was completely mistaken about even who it was. <laughs> I... No, that's... I didn't understand what you were talking about. I was just going to let it go. I'm just a dumb guy over here. We're just a couple of dumb guys, apparently. <laughs> we actually, uh, and I will admit this publicly, we started uh, watching the OC a couple days ago. So the fact that I didn't recognize Ben McKenzie in this movie, uh, I really, I it was just a blink and you miss it thing, or I really wasn't paying attention. It really was a, a blink and miss it kind of role or maybe he's like like his his entire scene is filmed in the dark and the back of his head is you know facing the camera for most of it okay so yeah it was it was it was seriously super quick to even recognize him gotcha yeah i I was gonna i was gonna guess maybe you know most of his scenes are of him torturing people in which case he's wearing a mask yeah could be that too. Uh, he he was also bearded, so you know. Oh yeah, that would have done it. Yeah. I have I have face blindness when people had facial hair. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> I don't recognize myself. I, yeah, I was just about to ask. <laughs> yeah, it's real bad. That's why that's why I haven't shaved in a while. <laughs> Wait. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I because I know what I look like now. If I get rid of it, I will not recognize myself. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Uh, One person that I did not recognize uh, was uh, Buffalo Bill. Oh yeah, Ted Levine. Yeah, he is uh, the CIA director uh, in this movie. For for much of the movie, there are a few different directors, but he's, he's sort of the main one that we deal with. Right. And I just did not recognize him at all. And then Jenny, Jenny happened to wander into the room while I was watching it, and he showed up on screen. And she was like, "He's a serial killer." I was like, "What? <laughs> what? 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 What do you mean?" But I, I figured it was like, "Oh, he was on, in an episode of the X Files as a serial killer." Right. That's usually what it is. Sure. But no, he was Buffalo Bill. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, you didn't recognize him because he didn't have his dick tucked into. That's gotta be what it is, yeah. That's 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 the primary context in which I 
I recognize him. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. So yeah, this is a super uplifting movie about uh, torture and people trying and and often failing to do the right thing. much only one person was really trying to do the right thing. Well, that. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like uh, I feel like Diane Feinstein came around eventually. Yeah, sort of. What very little I know about the real Diane Feinstein though is uh, she's not great. Yeah. yeah she she's uh, not a good person. That's disappointing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess I don't really know much about her in real life. Just, just, uh, just again, what little I know. Uh, uh, the main thing that I recall is that, like, in the 80s, uh, she was uh, mayor of San Francisco, I believe. Uh, there was a Confederate flag flying in front of City Hall that, uh, a couple of uh, activists kept trying to take down, and then every time they succeeded, she would put up a new one. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, In uh, San Francisco? Uh-huh, yep. Huh, yeah. I would not have expected that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just one example, I guess. Yeah. Not being particularly great. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. yeah. But I guess, you know, she's a politician, so I guess it's not super unexpected. No, I'm, I'm not surprised. Uh, I feel like uh, most politicians are probably at their core pretty awful. Yeah. Uh, especially career politicians. Or, in some instances, reality TV hosts who suddenly <laughs> become politicians. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, just I'm, I'm making shit up. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to write this story about a dystopian future. Yeah, alright. Uh, yeah, it's just, just one of the ideas that I had for it. I, I like it, you should run with it. Alright, alright. See what happens. <laughs> I uh, bet everything will be fine. Yeah, well, it's it's getting to a weird point now where there's this virus that's about to wipe out all humanity. It's, it's, Ooh. Yeah, it's, it's creepy. That's exciting. Yeah, you know, could make a good movie something. Yeah, can't wait to see how that guy uh, reacts to it, and and obviously rises to the occasion and saves saves everyone. I would assume. <laughs> yeah, because I, I don't know how else you this story would go. Otherwise, it'd just be a really unsatisfying story. I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm haven't written anything in a while. So what do yeah. I know? Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's uh, it's just, we're just spitballing. That's true. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, so I honestly don't know if I actually like this movie or not. Yeah, I mean, like I said, there there are things in it that I that I should really enjoy. I thought Adam Driver was great. Sure. Um, he really is not. That's true. He yeah. he's he has quickly become a, a person that I will pretty much just watch anything that he's in. Yeah. Uh, and you know, it's either. It, it seems like he has, you know, in, in things that are even not very good, it seems like he has fun with it. Right. Um, this one obviously was not a fun role, but I thought he, he did a really good job with it. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, the impassioned speeches, I thought he delivered very well. He really did. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, you feel for his character and just all the roadblocks that he runs into. And by roadblocks, I mean by like, almost going to jail. Right. Uh, <laughs> because he pissed off the CIA. Which, I mean, who hasn't that happened to? Well, you know, we're all trying. Yeah. uh but yeah so uh yeah like i said the the things in it that i that i liked it just didn't didn't quite didn't quite come together for me and i don't know if maybe if if there was stuff that could have been cut uh because it is you know it's it's a full two hours yeah um which is you know not bad but i i felt like i felt every every minute of it (laughs) I agree with that. Um, I don't know. I feel like, you know, it was almost too straightforward of a story. Okay. Where, like, you know, just, like, it's harrowing, you know, just just him having to deal with all the the governmental bullshit and the cover-ups. But it's also not exciting <laughs> yeah it's it's a lot of him just being in in a windowless office right. yeah. with his team uh yeah and eventually it's, his team is just a one other dude yeah who also i don't believe had a name yeah i don't know if he had a name either I, or if any of the other people on the team had names yeah uh, yeah i don't believe they did there was the uh, the the sort of female lead on the team, uh, who was played by, uh, I believe, is her name Sarah Goldberg. Um, she's the the actress who's the female lead on Barry. Right, I recognize so, her from that. Yeah. Yeah. So so I was sort of entertaining myself by pretending that she was her character from Barry, <laughs> and that she got cast in this movie. And was just making the most of her scenes. <laughs> All right, you know, just yeah. little things. Yeah, I buy it. Yeah. I tried imagining. Uh, I tried imagining Adam Driver as uh, Kylo Ren, but it didn't really work. <laughs> very different characters. Definitely very different. Uh, you know, John Hamm. You know, he's doing his. John Hammiest. Yeah. Uh, you know, he showed up, like, I believe, like, one of the very first scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, disappeared for three-fourths of the movie. Uh, and I was just like, huh, that's weird that John Hamm just had that incredibly small role, but then he does show up. Yeah, actually, I had that thought as well when he when he appeared and then disappeared. Right. Um, I I will say you know about him and about like Maura Tierney, uh, and and other people in it. You know there there are a lot of uh, really likable actors in really unlikable roles. I thought in this right. movie, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Tim Blake Nelson. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was just, uh, just, yeah. 
I, I get a special joy when I see him in things. Corey Stoll also. Yeah, I like Corey Stoll a lot. He was yeah. really good in this too. Uh, Again, very very, very small role. Yeah. But but very impactful. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's just it's it's very straightforward. It's it's yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess maybe the uh, torture scenes were possibly unnecessary, but does show you clearly who the bad guys of this movie are. It's true, yeah, and and I guess they they go uh, a long way towards you know making it clear that you know not everybody was on board right with with those tactics. Yeah, um, you know, like Tim Blake Nelson's character, and then there's a, a few others. Um, and, and they also did a really good job of making the quote unquote doctors mm-hmm. just look like, like those guys were the worst. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was very effective. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, otherwise, uh, I don't, I don't regret having watched it, but I don't think I would recommend this to anyone. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I I feel like it's a it's probably a good movie to have on while you're doing other things. Like yeah. if you're inter- if you're interested in the story at all, um but you want to be, you know, playing a game on your phone or or <laughs> paying bills on your on your computer or whatever while it's on, you're probably okay to do that and you'll still catch the important stuff. Right. Um but yeah, as as far as just a, a movie to sit down and and pay super close attention to, um, I don't know that there's really that much meat or depth there to pay that close attention to. It's like you said, it's pretty straightforward. I, I feel like maybe it's uh, there's no real emotional sort of thing to grab onto in the movie. Yeah, like like it is pretty much just all facts, you know. Like just uh, this is exactly what happened, and occasionally Adam Driver tries to make it work as best he can, but for the most part, this is just all facts being presented to us. Yeah, I I wonder if you know if they had given him if they'd given him a a girlfriend at home or something, and we see that he's you know we see sort of more of the toll that that the project is taking on him and his personal relationships. You know, there's, there's mentioned sort of early on that he did have one, uh, when, when it started and then, you know, he, that, that ended because he was not a very good, very good boyfriend. Right. So, you know, maybe adding something like that. Uh, yeah. Might have like helped. That was just, uh, that was, uh, a very clear example of, of a show don't tell where, mm-hmm. They just told us and didn't show us any of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel also like, you know, because uh, Steven Soderbergh produced this movie. Yeah. Uh, and it was written and directed by a guy who has worked with him uh, numerous times. Uh, but I feel if Soderbergh had maybe 
co-written it or directed it himself, like it probably would have had something more to it. I agree. Yeah, I had that thought too as well when I saw his name in the credits as one of the producers that yeah. it, it might have been more more entertaining had he directed it himself. Yeah. Because I feel like, you know, I mean, obviously it's, it's come up a lot lately, the movie Contagion, mm-hmm. uh, which he did direct, you know, which also is pretty much just a straightforward movie. And, you know, at the time it was just speculative fiction and not uh, horrifying reality. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, like, he, he was able to wring, you know, drama from, you know, what is essentially, you know, just fact, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I feel he probably could have done that with this as well. Uh, Maybe there's an alternate universe where he did direct this movie and it's a Best Picture winner or something. Yeah, it could be. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like... Just gonna repeat myself. So uh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, the report. Yeah, it, it was fine. It was fine. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, super short episode, I guess. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I don't have a ton more to say about it that I haven't already said. Yeah. Same. Oh, there was, I, I forgot there was one thing that I wanted to point out that I got a kick out of. Alright. Um, there's a scene where, um, I think it's, it's, uh, in John Hamm's office, he's the, the chief of staff for President Obama, and, uh, Ted Levine's character, uh, uh, I think is it, was it Leon Panetta, is that who he played, or he played somebody else, he played the director of the CIA. Yeah. He comes to visit him, and, uh, and on a TV in the background, uh, I, I caught a brief glimpse of uh, President Obama in his tan suit, <laughs> and, <laughs> and that that tickled me. Yeah, well, you know, he got impeached for that. So I know <laughs> it's the worst thing he ever did. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, little Easter eggs. Look for look for Obama's tan suit in the torture report. <laughs> I will. I will say this: one thing I did appreciate about the movie is that uh, you know, like obviously, compared to uh, our current administration, Obama was a fucking saint, right? Uh, but he also did a lot of horrific shit too, and the movie doesn't try to sugarcoat that either. Yeah, like, it, I, it, I appreciated that as well. Yeah. I mean, just so much better than what we have now, but, uh, you know, at least it's not gonna just, you know, whitewash, you know, some of the negative aspects of his administration either, so. Right. I appreciate yeah, that. I do think there is definitely that tendency to, even, even at the time, to sort of overlook the, the, uh, negative aspects or, or the shortcomings of the, the Obama administration. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it was nice to see that presented uh, relatively factually in yeah. the movie. Yeah. Yeah. The report. Yeah, the report. <laughs> oh, one okay. other thing I okay. wanted to okay. say. 
Sorry. Um, so, so there's the scene where, uh, where Diane Feinstein goes in front of the Senate and basically says that she wants the report to, to be made public. Um, and then it cuts to, uh, actual footage of, of John McCain, uh, giving a speech on the floor, yeah. basically supporting that. And that felt, that felt really weird to me. Like it felt like they gave sort of the hero moment of the movie to John McCain. Yeah. Uh, as cause like he's making this speech and we're seeing, you know, all of the, all of the characters, uh, that are impacted by the release of this report. Um, and you know, maybe that is, you know, how it actually played out. I guess it is cause they used the actual footage. Right. Um, and, and it was a solid speech that he gave, you know, sure. it was, it was, it was, it was moving, but, it just felt weird to me that like John McCain gets the, the, the big hero moment of this movie. Yeah. That was, uh, was a little off putting as well. Uh, uh, especially cause John McCain also not a great person. Right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, from a storytelling perspective, it's, it's extra weird considering that, you know, we spend the entire movie with, you know, Diane Feinstein in her office because mm-hmm. <laughs> Adam Driver's character works for her. Uh, and to, yeah, to just have her say, uh, you know, yeah, the short little, uh, I want this thing to happen. And, uh, here's this guy to tell you all about it. <laughs> and yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. Yeah. I, I wonder if, I wonder if he, had to get behind it for people to pay attention to it, given his his service record, but also even just the fact that you know he was he was a conservative and and he was a man. Right. I wonder if that helped give it more weight, and that's why that's why that moment was given the weight that it was in the movie. I don't know. It just struck me as very strange. It's it's very possible. Like you know that that is the factual reason why that actually happened, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah, just from a storytelling perspective, it does not work as a narrative, but you know, sometimes life is messy. Yeah. Yeah. T- take some liberties movie. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> uh, all right. That's, that's the last of the things that I <laughs> forgot I wanted to mention. That's all right. I'm, I'm glad you had the, the mention. Me too. Yeah, because uh, I certainly have nothing. Okay. <laughs> well, hopefully you you have uh, something picked for us for next week. I do. Uh, so, um, as you know, I'm a, I'm a big horror movie fan, and uh, you know, but you know, I don't want to just watch horror movies for this show, right? Uh, just because you know I do that enough on my own, and I don't want it to just become a horror podcast. But uh, you know, there is a movie that I haven't seen by a so-called master of horror. Okay, that uh, is available on Amazon Prime, uh, but it's not a horror movie. Ooh, it's actually Twist. a uh, <laughs> it's a drama about a traveling Renaissance fair. <laughs> okay. Uh, written and directed by George Romero, called Night Riders. <laughs> what? 
Oh, with a right. <laughs> with, with, I assume, yeah. they, they all travel in talking cars. <laughs> I, I think this might actually predate the show Knight Rider. Oh, okay, so Knight Rider's a rip-off of this movie. Yeah, yeah. The, the TV show about the talking car that is a part of a traveling renaissance fair. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that sounds cool. Uh, fair warning. I guess uh, I guess this is the point where you could veto it if you want to. It is a two and a half hour long movie. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, Knight Riders uh, starring Ed Harris. Oh, nice. Yeah. Young young Ed Harris, I would assume, if it's uh, pre-Knight Rider. Uh, I assume so as well, although I believe he's probably still very bald. <laughs> I hope so. I won't recognize him otherwise. It's true. It's really, I mean, it's really any hair on the head. <laughs> if that's different, I'm just out. Oh, man. Uh, I glad. I guess I'm glad that uh, we're, we're only doing this via audio and Skype, because uh, I shaved my head recently, so. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, where'd you go? <laughs> right here, buddy. Oh, oh God. Uh, I, I know you can't hear my hair right now, but. I was talking to a bald man for a moment. It was confusing. <laughs> I'm dumb. All right. It's all right. <laughs> cool. Night Riders. That Knight sounds Riders. good. All righty. Well, that's all I got. All right. We <laughs> will uh, see you back here next week then. Okie doke. All right. Talk to you then. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to The View Masters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The View Masters. Yeah.